Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, fighters, to the Lucky Die. Previously... Laffian waits on his friends, Ralph fakes being confident, Squash doesn't get to participate, and Zoltana chooses Blaze of Glory. With the heroes in the most stressful fight of their lives, they pull together to keep themselves alive and ultimately triumph over a most brutal creature. Now Zoltana faces the task of Brawn to create talismans for her companions to anchor them to reality. Will Lathera be able to recover from all the necrosis? Can Zoltana's rage increase even further? And what will Kalamon do with a demogorgon soul? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. Before we get too much into uh, the episode, can I have one of you roll a d4, please? I'm uh, not me. Sure. For what? Absolutely not me. For a random event happening at a random time. Oh, the... Definitely okay, it's not, not me, a random. It's a very specific event, just at a random time. <laughs> the cleric is on his way. He's a little bit late. Uh, that's a two. <laughs> Wait, why is he coming here? Hold on. He's late. He's <laughs> very late. Okay. I, I rolled right. a two. Okay, brilliant. That's that's great. Then I know when the random event will happen. Sorry, I say random. It's a very specific event, just at a random time. I'm sorry. Sultana, you are starting with squash. 
During the process of forging everybody their onyx items, be they rings or pins or necklaces, as some of you have seen, everything that you are is dedicated into making this. And for and anything that you need to be assisted with, for example, moving things, getting you new tools, getting this, stoking the fires, solely rests on the shoulders of the person that you are making the onyx for. Your guide, the person who's been here to help you, the elderly tabaxi, has talked you through the process, has shown you how to move certain things, and it's taken an hour or more to at least get the idea of what you're supposed to be doing. He mentions that there are specifically four things that you will need to talk about so that you can imbue the item itself with the essence of the person. And these include things such as including their strongest memory, the memory that they will never forget, the memory that will be with them the moment they die, that kind of a thing. The biggest regret that they've ever had, either be a specific moment or a series of things. Their proudest memory, something that made them feel happy and proud of themselves or another. And their happiest memory, the thing that always makes them smile. These are the things that you need to essentially talk and find out from them as you are creating this. And there will be some roles at the end of it. And that will determine things, but we will get there when you hit the end of creating Squash's item. Squash and Zoltana, go for it. Uh, um, so you need my memories, right? Yeah, apparently I do, yeah. Okay. Um, well, uh, strongest, biggest regret, uh, strongest memory, re- biggest regret, proudest and happiest. Um, I- I've given it a little bit of a thought and I think I, I have it figured out. So um, where where do you want to start? Wherever you're most comfortable starting. Um, uh, okay. Uh, let's start. Let's start with the strongest memory. Um, it's uh, it's back when I was working with the two threes. Um, the the memory itself is very we were told about a farm town that had been abandoned and um we went there to loot their woods take their their timber to take to the earth dark but and and when we get there it's been uh it, it looks pretty abandoned and we go inside and it looks pretty empty anything worth any money is gone but it doesn't look ransacked. It looks. It looks like the owners themselves pulled out anything worthwhile. Uh, you know what I mean. Like the 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 chairs and tables aren't broken. The uh, the the walls aren't smashed. The windows aren't smashed. Like it's just kind of empty. And as we were looking around, uh, searching for anything that might be valuable. Along with stealing the wood, um, I walked into a room and there were four corpses there. Two adults uh, holding uh, two younger. And 
it was pretty obvious that they had uh, starved to death. And I think I might have killed them. Sultana nods and keeps forging. Uh, so about a, a about a hundred days before, maybe closer to hundred fifty. Um, I I wanted new gear. I I wanted an armor that actually fit me, and wanted weapons that were hand me downs from 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 Crescent. And, but the two threes, they're, the gang I was part of, the two threes, they didn't do profitable raids. They did necessary raids. We, we stole wood so we had something to burn or build out of. We, we stole one or two animals to take down. Um, we never did anything big, but there was another gang. Um, they just called themselves the Silvers. And one of them came to me and asked me if I wanted to make real money. And I just, I was so tired of just wearing trash and having trash that I said yes. And I snuck away from Grishuk and they took me to the surface and they took me to this farm town and they asked me to scout it out for them because they were going to raid it. And I spent about a day watching and listening, and I, I heard that the two parents were going to leave maybe a day later. They were going to go to town, and I think they were going to uh, sell like two of their ducks or something. I don't remember exactly what they were going to do, but I went back and I told the Silvers that. And I think the Silvers took everything from this family. And I think that family starved to death because I helped the wrong people. And this memory visits me often, used to visit me a lot often in my nightmares. And uh, uh, Crescent uh, eventually got tired of me waking up in the middle of the night screaming. And he demanded to know why I was having such bad nightmares. And I told him and he told me that the reason why I felt bad is because I knew I'd done something wrong. And that I'd known I was doing something wrong when I did it. That's why I hesitated. That's why it felt wrong when I was doing it. And he told me that I need to follow my gut more because... Your instinct helps you sometimes. Sometimes your body knows. And it's something that often pops up in my dreams. It's something I think about often. But I think that's my strongest memory. Uh, Zoltana keeps forging, but she kind of looks over at you and Kind of like gives you a look like I don't think she realized that you were also in a gang and there's like kind of like a look of like shared pain 
for yeah. for past mistakes. Uh, Squ- Squash definitely wasn't looking at you while he was talking, but if he sees you kind of glance at him, he looks back and just kind of like has like a pinched lip look like, yeah, it's not good. Um, Next memory. Um, Let's go with... Uh, uh, did I ever tell any of you about the the girl called Fax? Not that I remember. Don't think so, and I remember a lot of things. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, when, when the two threes, when Grishuk and Crescent got killed, and the two threes got dissolved, I didn't return to the Earth Dark. I followed what I would later learn was Damas to the city of Vanlas. And I didn't follow Damas all the way to the to the Hunter's Lodge. I I kinda drifted off and I found myself a place to stay and I stole myself a little bit of food. And after a couple of days I, I, I met a halfling girl who was clearly scouting somebody out to steal. Her name was Fax. And uh uh, she was really bad at it, but she had a knack for for taking things without people noticing, but she was very obvious about when she was scouting. She was really bad at not standing out. And me and her, uh, I helped her that day. Uh, uh, I h- helped her spot uh, a farmer who was probably there to sell something or buy something, and he had a pretty hefty pouch, and she got it away. And... She took me back to her little, like, where she was hanging out with a couple of friends of hers. And she asked me where I was from, and I told her about Empty Shallows, and she said she'd never heard of it. And she asked her friends, and they said they'd never heard of it. And and I stayed with them for a couple of days, until finally one of them said that there is uh, uh, a guide coming through soon who would probably know where Empty Shallows is. And I, uh, I, um, so I decided to save up money and try to get a, get, get him to guide me back. Uh, now at, at night, the, the guys would, they would drink and have fun. And I was very young. I'm, I'm I'm hardly in my twenties, and I didn't like drinking, so I I never partook. I just kind of stayed on my own. But the day before the guide was supposed to arrive in town, I had saved up about fifty gold pieces of sa- stolen goods and 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 just pawned it all. And it's the night before the guide arrives when um, when Fex tells me that she likes me and she's sad that I'm going to go away. And she... I was very sad I was going to go away too. And so I decided to throw caution to the wind that night and I decided to 
and have fun with them that night. And the next day, uh, I wake up and uh, they suggest we do, before I leave, that I, I should probably probably do something a little bit more fun than just drinking. And uh, so we try out new things and um in the moment i'm 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 really i i didn't want to leave facts and i was afraid of going home and so i may have made some choices that i uh, shouldn't have and uh i spent a lot of my money and uh when i, I went to the guide i didn't have enough money and i was clearly disheveled and i was spent and he didn't feel sorry for me, as he should not have. So, uh, he left, and and I never saved up money again. I, I spent a lot of time with Fex and her friends until she left. And I don't know where she went. I know she took a lot from me. And... I tried to go a little bit narrow... The straight and narrow for a while there. That's when I joined the lodge. That's when I learned that it was Damas that I had been following that morning. And... uh, It never was the same. But that's my biggest regret, that I didn't leave. I had the chance. I had everything set up, and I didn't leave. Zoltana's muscles twitch like she really wants to, like, hug you, but she has to keep forging the Um, forgy things. Yeah. um, (laughs) There's definitely, like, a good silence after that one. And Squash is sniveling, and he kind of wipes it on his sh- uh, on his sleeve, and he just kind of tries to gather himself again. <laughs> All right, um, proudest memory. Uh, uh, this one is a bit dumb, but uh, so um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, after I joined the Hunter's Lodge. Um, Sorry. Uh, after I joined the Hunter's Lodge, I got a couple of missions with Damas, and it was pretty going pretty well. Um, but there was one thing I really didn't like about the Hunter's Lodge, and it is how they initiate uh, young uh, people. Um. They very much use and abuse anybody who comes in to a breaking point. And it is if they stay beyond a breaking point, they're clearly mercenary worthy. They're worthy of staying in the Hunter's Lodge. That's at least the feeling I got. And very many would come in with good intentions and a good heart, and they'd be basically tricked and teased until they had nothing left, and then they'd leave. Because they had a good heart. 
because they didn't want to treat others kind of like this kind of mercilessly kind of uh, kind of weird way. I I don't know how to explain exactly to explain it, but um, I was it was a after a good mission with Cersia, Cersia Christlight. It's it's after a mission with Cersia. Um, we were playing um. Strife mallet, and uh, <laughs> I can hear that there's a new kid in the house. Uh, recently got in, and the new guys they're 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 doing that thing where they start by being kind of nice, but they're still teasing him, and they're trying to like figure him out. And they're telling him about everybody. They're they're like, oh, that's Serasia. She's she's a mage and she knows how to throw spells, but she fights the sword the best of them. And that's Squash. He's a wear rat, and you don't want to get on his wrong side. Not that he has a good side, haha, and all that stuff. Um, and I could tell that Nix was never gonna stay. He had a sword that every single one of them was eyeing. Every single one of them wanted his sword. If I understood correctly, he was a son of a blacksmith and he had stolen his sword, his father's like prized sword or something. I, I don't know exactly where he got the sword from. I think it was his father's. And I'd seen this happen before. Somebody comes in with something nice, somebody wants it and they're going to bully him and freak him out until he trades it to them for whatever they want. And I'm sure he wasn't going to stick around. So when Nick's got kind of close to me, I um, I put on a little bit of an act and I threw the gaming table I was playing with Circea on the t- ground and I yelled, called her a cheater. I screamed at her. Called her, a, called her a dirty cheater that she, she that, that unit did not have line of sight and that it definitely wasn't <laughs> flanking me. And she pushes me because that's what you do when somebody calls you a cheater. And I strike at her. She pushes me over again. And I manage to grab onto Nyx as I'm falling down again. And as he reaches his hand down to lift me up, I bite him. Because I I knew at that point that my whereatism wasn't actually infectious. But I knew it would be enough to make him run. To make him never want to come back again. Now the scuffle got a little bit worse. And uh, I got the tar beaten out of me. Uh, Serasia is not somebody you want to start a fight with. Um, And Damas did. Uh, Damas kicks me out for about a month, I think it was. And while I was on the streets... uh, just trying to make my way. I think it was. No, it was it was different incident. It was probably more than a year later. But I saw Nix again. Uh, I saw him. He was. <laughs> he was carrying a bag for his dad. He was running behind him, or at least what I think was his dad. And his dad had this smile on his face, and they were buying a bunch of like. Um, uh, literally what you're swinging right now, Sultana, uh, the, these blacksmith hammers in different sizes. And I, I like to tell myself that he went back to his dad 
and that he apologized for running away, and that his dad accepted him back with open arms, and no harm, no foul, and that he's now running his dad's shop, and that he's a great blacksmith, and <laughs> I'll stop. I'm sorry. I'm proud of that. Boy. No, you don't have to be sorry. So I guess that's my proudest memory. Uh, um, and then the happiest. About 30 years ago, I woke up to my mom cooking. Baking. She was baking bread. She was baking bread that is like, she used this spice that we didn't have a lot of in Empty Shallows. And it made the whole house smell. <laughs> it wasn't a good smell, but it was a it was a very I thought it was good. And it was my favorite, favorite bread. And I went into the kitchen and she told me, like, uh, it's your day, we're gonna make you bread. And so uh I, I sit in the kitchen and watch my mom uh, bake, and then my dad comes home and he has a package under his arm and he's like, this is your birthday present and you can open it uh, when we get back home. And I was very excited because I, I, I loved reading. And when my mom was baking, we, we went on a walk and it was the, the weather was really good and the sun was out and there was a nice little breeze in the valley there were these birds in the in the trees. They sung such a such a beautiful little melody. And we we went and we we played in the river, <laughs> and uh, I got mom wet and she was really mad at me. And uh, dad carried me around on his back, and we went and we talked to the farmers, and we went and we talked to the carpenter, and we went to the market. And then we went back home and I got to open the present and it was a it was a book. It was a I don't know what book, but it was it was a great book because dad helped me read it until I fell asleep. We sat together in the kitchen by candlelight and he was helping me. We were eating It was the best Best time it was just us, the three of us. There's nobody else. That's my happiest memory. My sixth birthday. Is that, that's all four, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Zoltana... Um, has been working this whole time and dunks this hot piece of metal into the cold water and brings it out and it is a a thumb ring um, with a fox on it. What attribute do you want to give Squash a plus two in? Um... 
I'm going to make your life harder and give him plus two more in dexterity. <laughs> <sighs> you motherfuckers. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> I genuinely would have been happy with anything except strength. Uh, all, all my, <laughs> everything else can just take a, like a little bump. Oh no, that means he's going to go up in it. Oh, okay. Cool. Too um, bad for you, V, because now he's unstoppable <laughs> even more. <laughs> How many is um, that? How many is that to, uh, uh, now? Uh, squash is up to... 23? Yeah. If if this ring is allowed to break the 20 barrier, then yes. that's 23. Yes. Like, these are your... These are your things that will help you maintain your unices in uh, becoming the sentinel. So, yes, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I guess, uh, does the ring look like extremely hot or has the water quenched it down to like uh, touchable? Uh... Uh, a mixture between the, the kind of blood that has been dipped in, in and out of during the entire process and like the final cooling in the water. Like by the time that Zoltana drops it into your hands, it is cool enough. Yeah. I think Squash kind of receives it like two palms open uh, and he just kind of looks up at you and just like one solid nod of like, yeah, we've got this. We got this. Thank you for supporting me, Sultana. It's been a pleasure to know you as a comrade and as a friend. Hey, man, what are friends for? And she gives you a big hug. <laughs> All right. Okay. Next up, Sultana. Uh, I choose... I choose <laughs> Ral. <laughs> um, about Ral. We forgot something last episode. Um, we did? Yeah, um, Raw hallucinates when he's below a certain number of hit points. <laughs> we did forget that. Right. Yeah. Um, so like I'm going to say that, that now. Raw held it together pretty well after, like during and after somehow. Um, <laughs> but he's kind of wandered off so that he can like kind of shut his ears if he needs to. And he's had his eyes closed for a while. And you can uh, you just know he's kind of hallucinating. Yeah, I would definitely use your hit dice to get yourself back up because it's been Has at it least been? an hour okay. in which, yeah, okay. a minimum because it takes about an hour-ish to do each of the forgings. Okay. Then he's just kind of like wandering back over or recently having wandered back over then. Okay. Um, um, the old tabaxi man basically uh, kind of like taps Zoltana on the shoulder and because tongues is no longer active on him he just like, gives you like a really big thumbs up and like a tap on the shoulder of like good job um, and he basically presents you with the next piece of onyx uh, for the next person I uh, wasn't um, I was trying to listen I might have missed some things um just tell me what you need, I guess. And Raw kind of sits down. 
That's a good question because I just listened to all those stories and now I forgot what the things are again. Uh, <laughs> I literally uh, have. So I need list. your uh, your strongest memory, your biggest regret, your proudest memory, and your happiest memory. In whatever order you'd prefer. Okay, I'm gonna do it in the order of my notes. <laughs> I was about to say you can do it in the order in which you sent to me. <laughs> Um, strongest memory, probably finding Emma. Um, you know, not the life. Um, I won't ever forget that. But, uh, I guess also like waking up then, then, well, whenever I woke up and Linzerin was there and I saying that I had done this and uh, I just, I knew I had failed, I knew that I wasn't no one was going to help her help me. No one was going to do anything about it. And the person that actually did it was just going to get away with it. Yeah, I don't think I can forget that. What was the next one? He's trying to like shake off. <laughs> Biggest regret? Uh, probably, uh, probably agreeing to come here. <laughs> I still shouldn't have. Ama would have been better off. She would never have died. I still should not have come. Someone else could have been your sufferer or whatever. But not her. It was a dumb trip to begin with. We didn't think we... I didn't think... There was much of a chance that there was... This other place, you know. Or that we get there... Very easily, but still, you know, I... I was scared. Well, what's the next one? It's proudest memory. <laughs> yeah, proudest memory. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, after I learned how to fight and was in the fourfold, I, uh, you know, I had won a couple fights and uh, I had paid the bills, you know, but one night, I um, had a really good fight. And uh, made a lot of money. I came home, and Emma was just reading. But, you know, it must have been something good, because she was in a really good mood, you know, just genuinely. 
and we visited for a while, and I just remember sitting there thinking about, you know, how lucky I was and that I could do this. Maybe this could work. She could be happy, you know. Maybe this wasn't for nothing. I could do this. You know, fuck Thorin, fuck everyone, I can do this. What was the last one? Uh, happiest memory. Uh, back in Daymarius. Not too long after I had gotten sick. Ama was staying around. And, uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't question that, but her father came around at one point, and she was around me, around us, all the sick. And, uh, I was overhearing an argument. They were arguing about me. And it was the first time that I heard her defend me. (laughs) And I was so happy that the most amazing person chose me over her own father, a Thorin, leader of all of this bullshit. I almost forgot for a moment I was even sick. Stop, that's so cute. That was out of character. Um, Zoltana um, looks over at you, smiles, um, pulls the ring out, dunks it, the hot metal in the cold water, and produces a pretty large ring meant for the horn on your head. And on it, there is a sparrow. Aww. That is so cute. Raul holds it, and he's smiling a bit. And, uh, you can tell he wants to hug you, but doesn't know if he's, like, allowed right now. So she gives just, you a hug. Okay, yeah, he hugs. <laughs> and, uh... I'm trying to remember what the monk, the best stat for a monk is. It's... it's Wisdom or dex. Dex as well. Yeah, then yours also is two dex. Oh, snap. <laughs> Really out to pick them like <laughs> happy, dodgy, stealthy motherfuckers, huh? <laughs> I shall not argue with the goddess of bloody vengeance. <laughs> you best, you best fucking not. <laughs> Kesa shows up. The fuck do you say about me? You want to go? <laughs> you want to coat? You want to go at this? No, I'll throw Zaltana another demogorgon edge. Let's go, Sultana. Give, give heart strength. No, I swear to fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, that's like, what would you want to give them while well, he was trying to change the sword? <laughs> okay, Sultana. I need you to please make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, no, I am not wise. Oh, hey, I am wise at 12, 23. Also, I have plus six to wisdom. Why did I think I wasn't wise? 
Okay. Chuck got a 23. <laughs> oh, yeah. You also have your aura, so that's actually a lot higher. Should be 27. All right. Meets it, beats it. Um, you become aware that after you kind of break the hug with Ral and you guys are happy and smiling or commiserating, whatever it is you wish to be doing, you become aware that you have this strange feeling on the back of your neck like you're being watched intensely by something powerful. And as that feeling grows, you can't just naturally shake it off and that feeling just disappears. Okay. What you, <laughs> what you guys want to do now? Uh, I would like to... I would like to have a moment to kind of try to figure out what the fuck that was. Yep, absolutely you can. Uh, do you want to talk with your cohorts about this or do you think you could argue a specific role with me? I think I'd like to... I think that she was calling um, Laffian over anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he gets here, she's going to be like, hey, um... I just felt something like really weird. Um, and you're like a super smart investigator. Can you like investigate me, me I guess? Like I yep. described to him what I just felt. Okay. That sounds like an, oh, um, hold that thought then. Um, telepathically to roll into squash so as to avoid uh, being too obvious about it. Um, he's just going to telepathically to each of you to say, Zoltana felt something trying to observe us. It's possible it's in the area if the two of you can check things out, check the exits. All right. Um, and I'm going to look around using my aura site and see if I can pick up anything as well. Yep. I'm going to look at Zoltana, see if maybe something is trying to uh, do some tomfuckery with her. I'm also going to do a religion check. Yep, absolutely. Uh, with your aura sight, if you roll above a certain number, if you use perception or investigation, I will let you know the kind of the vague idea of what is going on. Sure. Like, technically, you shouldn't be able to see it at all. This is not your field, but if maybe. All right. Uh, on a 13, you get the feeling that someone was trying to observe you. So that's not anything more than what I thought it was. Sorry. Also, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> uh, Lafian. Hi. Hi. So I got a 16. Oh, no. <laughs> uh-huh. To clarify, that's a natural one. Which, Don't still, it's still lucky? a skill check, but, you know, uh, it doesn't... Oh, wait, no, you're a different kind of lucky, aren't you? Buddy. Uh, oh. Hold on a second. Hold on. I still have some luck points. I'm going to re-roll that. Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't like that. I <laughs> There's took literally no so way that could be happen. worse. It's physically impossible. <laughs> that's sixteen. That's is better investigations least. these days, right? Okay. Twenty-three. Okay. Twenty-three. That's on the low end too. I got an eight on that die. <sighs> Fucking one skill I'm good at. <laughs> Right. Um, so on a 23, you don't exactly see anything, but it does ring the description of what Sultana has mentioned. As you look at the aura, you see something just beginning to fade out in the background, but you don't, don't catch a, cl- a clear glimpse of it. But it does ring a bell. You are aware that someone once tried to scry upon Squash. You have a feeling this is a similar spell, if not the same. Mm. That makes sense. 
See, I am bound by the laws of matter. I'm not allowed to do shit like this. V, before, <laughs> like earlier today, just kind of went like absolutely. You have to detect magic, right? And then just went back to what she was doing. And I'm just like, motherfucker. That's oh, genuinely. We, we can be scried upon because we broke the rune. Yes. Yeah, that's a double-edged sword right there. Okay. Who's who's peeping? We wouldn't uh, be able to know. Uh, at least Laffian wouldn't be able to know this is magic realm. All right. I mean, he knows uh, about the spell at least. Yeah, you could take you could take an educated guess on what was being scried, or perhaps like who might have done it. But like you specifically, because you aren't a magic user, you wouldn't be able to figure this out. You'll be able to trace it. Okay. Um, Zoltana, if I had to wager a guess, now that I sort of got a look, um, someone was trying to scry on you. Hmm. Oh. Well, anyway, then she's going to go back to the forge. <laughs> All there is to it. Uh, things like that, you kind of just have to bear the brunt of it. Hmm. Nothing I could do about that. Oh, hang on a second, let me... And Laffian just turns around and snaps a finger, another fire elemental appears. If only you had a VPN for only nineteen ninety five a year, you can get... A VPN. Scrying VPN. <laughs> Nord VPN, get in contact with us. You don't want Blissful Eclipse knowing what you've been up to? <laughs> Squash is going to go into his bag and he's going to get out uh, Demi's uh, Book of Magic for Dummies. Yes. And he's going to go to any page that mentions crying and he's going to try to study up on that appendix uh s yeah. scrying all right there we go page 230 i'll tell you what at the end of laffians i will possibly give you some information i need to quickly check what's in her book thank you yeah i thought that was maybe the most clever thing i could do because i still don't have proficiency in the arcana so i uh. no no you're still a scrub sorry ah. um right so besides that uh so Laffian re re does the the fire elemental. So I'm down another seven side points. Fire elemental is doing a happy little dance inside the fire. <laughs> like it's just dancing a <laughs> little jig. This thing has been dancing nonstop for two hours, and it's uh, sorry, three hours at this point now. I'm just like I'm I'm real tired, boss. <laughs> oh wait, right, because I had to renew it for Rawl. So actually, I'm down to uh, significantly less. Side yep, points. You're down another, another set because you have this. the first elemental you summoned, one for squash, one for Raoul. This one is for yourself, and you presume you need another one for Zoltan. Yeah, I have enough. I could do that. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Um, so you need memories, yes? Um, all right. Yes, please. Let's start from in order, I suppose. You have to use your primitive words for sharing these memories, though. Oh, I have to speak. I can't just share. Well, uh, technically, no. You share them with Sultana somehow. You could telepathically speak to her, so the others don't hear. That's entirely up to you. Everybody knows the the memories, though. It's not nothing that's on my list here is things that nobody knows about. Mm. Well, except one that Squash probably doesn't know about. But outside of that, you have to understand my life was very uninteresting pre one uh, hundredth birthday. <laughs> 
I mean, I could bore you with the details of being trained as a prince and whatnot, but that really wasn't anything exciting. Yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> I don't exactly have any super fond memories when it comes to becoming an inquisitor either. Um, but my strongest memory, to be honest, is my hundredth birthday itself. It was a very happy memory at first and very quickly turned dark. I mean, you yourself saw it, Zoltana, when I shared it. It started out very, very good. It, it's a hundredth birthday for an elf. That's that's a big milestone, especially as an up-and-coming prince and, and future inquisitor. It, that was to be my day. That was going to be my big day. And everything was going wonderfully, and right up until the incident occurred with Ninverna, and everything that I had went away in an instant. That's something I can never forget. Now that I have all the pieces and know what transpired, it at least makes more sense and takes away some of the pain, but that memory will be with me until my last breath. It was one of my best days and also one of my worst. As for my biggest regret, I... Sorry to say that it was the incident with you. I don't think I'll ever be able to fully make up for the day that I had forcibly seen your memories. That was a very dark moment in my my mind. I don't know... I know why I did it, and I know... The person I was back then was not the person I wanted to be, and it's not the person I am now. And I am still very sorry for that. I will carry that with me. It's a very harsh lesson that I learned. I don't know how or when I'll be able to fully make it up to you, but I like to think that at least I've made some amends, or at least a dent in it. I forgive you. Thank you. One day I shall feel that I earned that forgiveness. One day. Well, on a less dark subject, my proudest memory. I... When we were in Belagrud and were able to stop my aunt and essentially be able to free my people from oncoming war, being ruled by a corrupt monarchy, it, I felt like that was a very big turning point. It, it showed me how efficient we can be, how effective we as a group are when we really set our mind to something. I feel like we all worked together in that moment and really were able to make a change and 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 I felt like a burden was lifted off of my shoulders like something that was not not even a sin of mine just of my family as a whole was lifted and 
the amount of pride and joy that I felt knowing that we had made a good change for my people, for all people by extension. It meant a lot to me. Seeing how we all were able to efficiently work as one unit, I, I never really experienced that before. In my time being trained as an inquisitor, we mostly worked alone. At most, I would have Talvin with me as a mentor, but that was different. We were fighting together as friends, as comrades. And that gave me a sense of pride that I, I had not felt before. We did good that day, and we still are doing good. At least I like to think so. And my happiest memory is not anything so exciting or grand. It's when we were in Falsum Fasium and everybody was there. All of our friends, our old friends, new friends, those nearest and dearest to me. It, having everybody there was... It was an eye-opener for me. Seeing all of these people that I came to care about, those I love and cherish with all of my heart, it... It makes me happy knowing that I have those connections, even should the world come to an end. I would be able to perish knowing that I have people there that I care for just as much as they care for me. I guess that's it. it. Nothing so grand, just happy knowing that I have those around me that I, I can care about. Laughing looks kind of like bashful at, after that. He just is like a little red in the cheeks. Aww. Uh, Zoltana um, smiles at you and looks up and there is uh, brings the ring out of the met- the hot heat, dunks it. Oh, excuse me, in the cold water. Um, and brings out a ring meant for your forefinger, uh, your your index finger, and there is an owl on it. He happily slides it on, on his right and- index finger specifically. I want you to because I couldn't decide which which of giving you. I need you to. Flip a coin for me. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Strength. 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 That's strength, not one of the options I, I have decided on. You want me to do a, D, a D2 here? Sure, if you want to do a D2 instead of a coin. Either way, there's same Same difference. shit. I'll Different say day. D1 is heads, D2 is tails. Heads or tails? All right. Tails. Plus two to char- charisma. Okay. The other one it was wisdom. Uh so <laughs> he's slowly getting more wise as a leader. Nope. That was charisma, yeah? Yep, you got yep. charisma. Okay. That's a plus two to my charisma. Yow yow. What the fuck do I call this? Uh, obsidian ring? I called it the Onyx. ring of oh, the Sentinels. 
You can quote it wherever the fuck you want, man. <laughs> I just couldn't remember <laughs> if, <laughs> if psionics use wisdom or charisma more, but I know that you have a high charisma so. and also that like perception. Casey, neither. <laughs> What's the thing that's the most useful to you? Intelligence. Okay, then I said, then fuck it. It's intelligence. Hey. Okay. <laughs> it's a plus two to intelligence. Then I genuinely thought those were the two that were the most useful, and I couldn't no. decide. This is this well, shows think- you how much I know how D and D works. <laughs> well, well, to be, to be fair, like his intellect is like the the stat of choice for the class, but both wisdom and charisma are what he needs for his his ongoing goal of trying to unite the world. Uh, you could be smart as fuck, but if nobody listens to you, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so It like, is your choice, yeah. Casey. Just what do you want me to do? Strength. Strength. No, besides <laughs> that one. <laughs> We're not doing strength. That's for goddamn sure. Oh. <laughs> he keeps Sorry, deal and volley. <laughs> oh. Huh? Uh, you know what? Hold on. Hey, Lexi, do you think I should give Arch charisma, wisdom, or intelligence? Uh, don't worry about the context. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Lexi says wisdom, so we're going with wisdom. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lex. Uh, oh, don't. Can you get oat milk? <laughs> Neil, the sad part is you have to leave that in now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do about this. <laughs> nothing. It will be wisdom. Oh, can you get me some oatmeal? The record scratch as it is. <laughs> oh, sorry. Lexi's appearance on our podcast. I'm so That's- sorry, you guys. I just, Lexi said she was going to Perfect. the grocery store and I just remembered that I hadn't told her I'm almost out of oat milk oh. and I'm lactose intolerant, oh. so I need to have oat milk. That was so tantamount to a dad. <laughs> like, a dad, who do I pick? Right, cool. Thanks, honey. P.S. Can you get some oatmeal? <laughs> Not oatmeal, oat milk. Wisdom bespowed. Uh, dis- uh, wisdom has been given. I can't say the That's other better way. anyway, because then that's going to up your perception. And my insight. Which is... And you're, yeah, which yeah. is going to be really good for you it's since nice. you're like the guy. Le- Lexi made a very good choice. <laughs> <laughs> She's Fine. like in front of my my window right now, and <laughs> just gave me a thumbs up. Would it would have been would have been good? God, other, I love Lexi. It's fine. <laughs> Okay. I don't need my uh, yeah, we can just say, It's fine. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me. Zoltana looks up for a minute. And you can tell that in her mind, she's asking for Odette to grant her wisdom. And then she's like, wisdom, and it it becomes plus two to wisdom. Okay. Thank you. That's beautiful. I've done that. Now I've solved all the problem of all the things we have to cut because I... (sighs) (laughs) Oh, no, I killed killed Neil. (laughs) Neil's just dead. Um, Okay. Is he frozen? No, he's not, because I can again. see his yeah. computer changing uh, colors. He's dying. Okay, okay. He's dying. Um, okay. I Neil. Neil's like, I have to cut all this fucking bullshit of Casey yelling into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Neil will fix it and edit. It's fine. Okay. Neil will get it and edit. That's how this works. Hi, everyone. Ral here. Thank you for listening to the episode. I have a stylish new ring. That's fun. If you can, leave a review wherever you listen to your shows. Let us know how you're enjoying the show and uh, what do you think about my new stylish ring. 
Special thanks to Pretty Punk Girl, Finn, and Megan and Reese for being patrons of the show. We appreciate your support very much. Thank you. And special thanks to Reaper, or FX Reaper XS, for the name Seracia Grislight. Thank you for that. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Hey, so you're about to hear an ad for 13. It's an audio fiction podcast, so it's scripted, and it tells this slow, atmospheric, scary stories, and they're released on the 13th of each month, hence 13 and also un- unlucky, I'm guessing. Anyway, um, so they have this healthy dose of religious deconstruction. Um, so there are these youth kids who take the left behind books i'm assuming that's an american thing they take it a little bit too seriously and shenanigans happen and then there's a seminary student and she finds herself working in what may well be a very haunted church i love haunted things they have original stories so they're not taken for reddit they're not creepy pastors none of that it's all original all written by the team over at 13 a bit more like Haunting of Hill House versus, you know, Friday the 13th sort of thing. And yeah, they're all original stories and you can absolutely find them wherever you listen to podcasts. You can search 13 and it's the word 13, not the number 13. The word 13 and you can listen to them wherever you listen to your podcast, however you may do that. Um, go check them out and here's the trailer. We tell our clients up front... It's usually not a ghost. She locked eyes with me, but something was wrong. My reflection, that's not what I was wearing. That wasn't me in the glass. And they're not hiring us to find a ghost. They're hiring us to solve a problem. And we usually do. She didn't have arms or legs. She was hovering there. She was giving me a look that wanted me to come closer. All the hairs on my body stood on end. Liam climbed in the trunk and closed himself inside. But it's never a ghost. You'll never survive the winter. Well, almost never. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.